Action Park Media. All right, welcome back. Heather, it's been a minute it's since been flashback. It's been a minute. It was before New Year's. Where have you been? Where have I been? Where have we all been? <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. Where has January been? It's gone. It really is. What is going um, on? And I'm losing my voice. So sorry, but I think it's a little bit sexy. What do you think? It, it, it is sexy. <laughs> and Heather's literally sitting like 10 feet away from me. I know. So. I'm, not even, I'm not even close to her. <laughs> I walked in. I was like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, it's COVID. <laughs> yeah, we have this new kind of system here at studio. Yeah. But let me just tell you, I missed being back in this chair. I miss talking to you all. So many DMs about when are we going to have new episodes out. Well, we're here. We have a great guest coming on today. Her name's Lindsay Chrisley. She is an influencer. She is also a fellow podcaster. Amazing. She has her uh, podcast called Coffee Combos Podcast. Cute. Yeah. I can't wait to hear. I, but, you know, I did look her up and I thought it was hysterical. I actually saw her and her co-host take shots. After they finished their shots, they threw it against a brick wall and just like, Oh. broke their shots i was like okay i can hang with this so girl take it and then throw it yeah well, we have a somewhat of a brick wall right I here know. for photos it so makes me feel like we're kind of lame heather should we do some shots i know when's the last the last time we drank in this room was i think the first podcast we ever had right That's or did we drink after that I don't know. I don't think so. This is like my outlet to come here to talk with you all, have some grown-up adult conversations, (laughs) and I'm not drinking. It's like morning, and we're like, let's open some wine. (laughs) You know what, though? I don't care. It's it's, It's, it's the times. It's It's the times. Oh, yeah. No, I told told my fiancé tonight. I was like, well, Tart, I told him, I was like, honey, let's open some wine tonight. Like, it's been a while, and I'm ready, and yesterday was one of those days for me, Jess. I just had... I was overwhelmed. I felt stressed. I had anxiety. I felt sad about everything that's going on. I just felt overwhelmed. It was one of those days. I woke up today. I feel great. It's like up and down, up and down. You texted me the other day. You're like... I, you know, I, I'm not feeling, what'd you say? I'm depressed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was going to try to use a different word, but. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool, Like, Heather. what's wrong? Like, <laughs> I, am not, I think it's funny because we all have those days. I'm like, yes. I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm off today. Or I feel like being a brat today. What is wrong with me? But that's okay. That's okay to have these off days to kind of just admit it. Like, if you just, you know, kind of hide it and kind of bundle it I up, know. you're going to explode. I try. I and try. I really don't want you to do that here on air with Oh, me. definitely <laughs> on air. I'm having girl time. I'm happy. You know? uh, no, today is a new day. Every day is a new day. And today I woke up very happy. So yesterday Great. was just, you know, I was off. It's okay. So I get the happy uh Heather, who lost her voice, and yeah. sounds like a little sex. I like kitten. it. I know. I, 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 it actually was back yesterday. Now it's gone again today. Wonderful. I think. It, How are you losing your voice? Is there a fun story to it? Or are you just. I, oh, I, well, you know. I mean, oh, no. I'm tell me. No, no. I'm just. I You're think I'm teased. exhausted. You're ex- okay. Yeah. It that comes happens. down to that. It comes down to just being busy, talking a lot, being like busy week and on the phone a lot, working a lot, kids. Um, just busy. Yeah. And I think I'm not, I'm not sleep. You know, I'm just, I feel probably a little run down, but I feel great, but I like, I know my body. So yeah. I know I'm run down. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, I look in the mirror half the time. I'm like, Jessica, pull your <laughs> shit together. <laughs> you Put know? Some mascara today. I did find some awesome mascara that's like the winner. So I'll have to show you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Thumbs up. <laughs> okay. So I think we're just going to jump right into it. We are going to call our guest today. She is located in Atlanta. Ooh. Yep. So we are going to just give her a call. We're going to kind of ask her questions too, but we're going to flip it a little since she is a podcaster and she likes to ask questions as well. And I know that she's big fans of flashbacks and selling Ooh, sunset I can't wait and playboy. I want to hear her favorite. Uh, hello. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, she's on. Hello. Lindsay. Hi. Well, hello, Lindsay. This is Heather and Jessica. And we're so excited to have you on. 
Heather, oh my God, I am like fangirling a little bit. I love it. <laughs> Jessica did tell me that you might be a fan of Selling Sunset. <laughs> oh my God. I am obsessed with Selling Sunset. I was so excited whenever I started seeing the previews for it and then binged it so hard and so thankful for you guys over quarantine. That's when it like came out before quarantine, right? I like know. Thank you. Goodness. Yeah, I, we we definitely got it out there at the perfect time and the show just blew up and it's so nice to hear. So thank you so much for watching. And um, I wanted to hear though, who is your favorite selling sunset well, star? Well, gee, she's probably going <laughs> to just tell the truth. We're really the cool truth. here. Because I like all the girls except for maybe one, but you know, you might know who that is. <laughs> So I don't like all the girls, but I'm not going to say who I don't like. Oh, can you um, give descriptions? Oh, that's, you know what? It's all, Lindsay, we all, I mean, it's fine. And we've had, we've had my co-stars on, most of them except for like maybe like three. So yeah. we've had them at least all call in or we've had, a, we've had most of them on except yeah. for one that we will not have in our room, not for a while. <laughs> Am I missing something? Do I not know? <laughs> you know, but I, I do. Okay. Go ahead, Lindsay. You're oh on the spot. Oh, my gosh. The tea. The tea, you guys. <laughs> I, I want to know. <laughs> okay. So my favorite consistently from the first episode have been you and Chriselle. Like, awesome. Hands down. I love it. Um, and the Mary situation, I have always been just, like, very confused by – I, w- I know this is like an interview for me, but I feel like I'm interviewing you, like the Oppenheim group. I love it. Do um, it. The, the like drama that came out in the media, um, I'm trying to think who it was. Chrissy Teigen, who was like, I've never heard of the Oppenheim group. Oh, you yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My fiance definitely uh, commented back on that. So he stood up for us. And I did, too. So what's the tea? Like, what's the deal? Is Oppenheim Group real or is it just for TV? Of course it's, it's real. Just- I've been doing real estate since 2014. I've been with the Oppenheim Group since 2015. I just put eight over $8 million worth of listings in escrow on Friday. I just got another $8.5 million listing. We are killing it. We're doing better than ever. The market is on fire. There's no inventory. Uh, I can't find homes for my clients. So it's on fire right now. So wait, let, let me back this up. Lindsay, Lindsay, I second that. Um, But I have a question. So this whole Chrissy Teigen thing, why do we continue to talk about that? Just because she decided to, I feel like everyone kind of brings that up when they talk about selling Sunset. I think Chrissy Teigen is- She tried to call you guys out? She did. She said that, um, you know, she likes our show. She's watching our show, but she's never heard of the Oppenheim group. And are we really real estate agents? Oh, so she asked. Yeah. Well, she kind of like commented like, I don't even think, it was kind of a rude comment. She said something like, I don't think they're really agents and- so I wrote, I can't remember, but we all kind of, I wrote back and then that was in the media. Tark wrote back, um, like defending me. And I just, I said, you know, uh, check out our, or something like check out our sales. Um, and just cause you haven't heard of us doesn't, or just cause you haven't heard of us doesn't mean we're not, I, I don't remember what I said, but, but it was I stuck good. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there was nothing else really back. She didn't like argue back. It was just kind of done, but she basically said that she had looked at like, tons of real estate right oh like, yes tons of real estate like and she's never heard of us big yeah. price points and she had never heard of the Oppenheim group and I just really never understood like the whole point behind the comment but maybe it's just because selling sunset is so big so that's like a form of flattery just being haters you know we got him yeah. <laughs> Lindsay okay so 
You have a huge dedicated following. You are one of the hosts of Coffee Combos podcast. I watched your Instagram until like 1130 last night. I'm sitting there kind of laughing. One of my favorite videos of your podcast was when you guys took a shot and threw it against a brick wall. And I was like, I could totally hang out with her. But you guys have been doing podcasts now for over three years. Um, We obviously love it. Uh, We're here today. Uh, How did you get started, though? How did you know that podcast was, you know, where it's at? And how did you guys come up with your conversations? And just just tell us how it came about. So I had kind of just started hearing about podcasts. And it was so new. Like, I mean, podcast is still relatively new as much as it's talked about. It's still a new business. But I had just like heard rumblings about podcasts and I was like, you know what? That sounds so interesting to me. I don't really listen to other podcasts to be perfectly honest because I like for our content to be super authentic and I don't want it to be conversations that I've heard from somewhere else or whatever. Like I fully like to be in control of the content and like creating that. Um, However, I saw like other people doing it, but when Kayla and I got into it, people weren't really doing it as duos really. It was just more like a person had a podcast. And so I was like, how fun would it be to find like a fellow mom that is in the same space as me, but totally different than me. So I had already been friends with Kayla from Teen Mom 2. And I was like, maybe she would want to do it. Her degree is in mass communications. And so I was like, maybe she would be interested. And so we just kind of chatted about it and just decided to take on a project, not knowing what it would do, if it would be big, if it would like be a bust. It was just something that we were willing to like risk. And it has been so much bigger than what we ever even imagined that it could be. We do have a very loyal following on our podcast and so thankful for them. However, Kale does have a bigger following than me. The teen mom world, I feel like it's like a cult in itself. Hold up. Like, Lindsay, did Lindsay. you say Kayla from Teen Mom? Her name's Kale Lowry. What, Jessica? Okay. What? Teen Lindsay. Mom, too, because I used to watch that all the time. Here, so. Lindsay, I have to tell you something. I was stalking you last night on your Instagram and watching your old videos and stuff like that, which sounds kind of weird. But um, <laughs> how come I did not realize at all that you were on Teen Mom? I wasn't. I'm not on Teen no, her, Mom. No, her co-host, co-host is. is. Oh, so your co-host, was you on guys Mom. connected because then how did you connect with someone from Teen Mom? Because I was on Kriplino's desk. And so reality TV people just like talk to each other, I guess. Like, I don't know. I used to, oh, no, it's true. I used to watch. Yeah, I used to watch your, your dad. I used to watch your show all the time. Yeah. So. All the time. Yeah. That's okay, so my I'm I'm really bad at my stalking. I'm actually embarrassed right now that I did not stalk that well. You're a bad stalker. I am. <laughs> I am. I was too busy. I was too busy looking at all your content and being like, "Gosh, she's so good at this." And and watching your old videos and watching you guys eat burgers and Philadelphia and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she's dead. Oh my god. So, yeah, kill the teen mom following is literally just like they have a cult like following so it's been a little weird to me um to partner with her on the project because 
I don't really get a lot of hate on Instagram and I know a ton of people do and it's not that I don't get it it's just I don't get it a lot but then when I started partnering with Kale on this it's like the team mom fans decided to like come for me for whatever reason because I guess I just don't fit into that mold but I feel yeah. like that's why our podcast works because we are just so different and we provide different perspectives and I think that's a cool partnership and I'm sure that you and Heather also have a little bit of that too like you guys have similarities but differences and we all can't be the same exactly you know? like if we were all the same this world would be so fucking boring and Jessica and I have known each other for gosh what 12 years Jess I don't know I, I think I've known her since I was 20 oh wow yeah. so I'm I'm 33 now so we've yeah. known each other for a long time and we, yeah, we but we started kind of in the same world being Playboy, but then we obviously have, you know, during those years, we kind of done other jobs and kind of moved on. Heather traveled the world. Yes. Um, And then ca- we always just kind of came back. But we have, I think, the same morals and values we on do. so much. We do. That, and yeah. we have fun together. That's yeah. what it's about. We have fun together. So I want to ask you, Lindsay, how was it in the... Uh, the space of reality because obviously I'm on a reality show Jessica's been on reality show and she was on Kendra Knows Best so tell me what was your perspective being on a reality show because we're all reality show um, veterans now so tell me Kendra on top what did I say Kendra, Kendra knows, knows best. best. Oh, yeah. knows best. Yeah. Kendra on top. I just, you know? wanted, yeah, yeah. I just combined all the shows. It was Selling great. Sunset uh, knows best. How about that? <laughs> Honestly, it is. This reality world is so incredibly small. I, I seriously feel like we're all connected in some way. Crazy. I know, really. So tell me, how was your it's experience? Because so you filmed with your family. So was that extra drama? Did you guys get in fights because of being on camera? Did it change your dynamic? So tell us a little bit about your experience. Yeah, so I mean... Okay, when we when I started Chrisley Knows Best, I was just like rolling out of college, was newly pregnant. When we filmed the pilot for the show, the production that did the pilot didn't even know I was pregnant, didn't even know that I was married. Wow. Um, so there was a lot of like secrets in that regard early on. And then um, it's just interesting how things get cut I think um how some people perceive things it's like before you're on reality tv like in your regular world um you know you do have people in your life that perceive things the wrong way because it fits whatever agenda that they want it to fit but until you get into reality tv with the amount of opinions and assholes that are out there in the world um they they take things in a way sometimes that was never the way that the, the scene was shot or the way that it was intended. Yeah. And yeah. I always was the person on the show that, you know, lived a different lifestyle and disagreed with my family. And so that was a little bit challenging because I always was that role from day one. And so you have to have that. Everybody can't get along on the show and everybody can't, um, have the same thought process and everything can't be, you know, funny stuff like people walking around serving each other in butler suits and everybody getting along. They have to have some form drama. of yeah. drama. Um, and for me, I guess I just <laughs> was that person, you know, like not letting my kids sleep over at my parents' house and having rules. And, you know, then I got the, the kickback from 
fan saying, oh, you know, your parents have raised five children, you know, it would certainly be fine for your child to sleep over and this, that, and the third. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, but I just maybe have different rules in my house than what I grew up with. And I think that that's okay. So um, I think it's just like really hard sometimes for so many people. I think it very hard for so many people to have so many different opinions of what I was doing. And I'm sure that you guys have experienced that. Oh, yeah. Lindsay, so you're you're going <laughs> to never, ever be able to please everybody. Yeah. Even if you think you're doing absolutely right, you're, I mean, it is, everyone's going to have an opinion and they feel like they can voice it, especially now because we have so many platforms where people can actually talk to these people before it was, you know, you, you were kind of untouchable because there wasn't a way to kind of connect to you. But now with social media and everything, you know, people are able to get their opinions to you like quicker, faster. And yeah. You know, I'm a I'm a sensitive person, like Jessica knows. Like, so I, I I've mentioned this before. I choose to not read my DMs, or I have someone that works for me that reads my DMs, and she'll go through them, and she deletes all the negative ones, so I don't see them. <laughs> and right. then mm-hmm. she will send me, you know, okay, um, your fans are asking for this or business questions, real estate stuff. She'll she'll send it my way, but I have her look through my stuff, and then because I can't, because if I read something negative. I let it affect me. I don't have that thick skin. So I just choose to not read it. So how do you get through it? How do you handle it? And has it affected your relationship with your family, your husband? Like, how has it affected you? I mean, I have been through, like, the worst since August of 2019. And, you know, have supporters and then, of course, haters, you know, and that's just, the nature of the business I think of course I think anybody who says that they don't have you know more haters and they have supporters is probably a liar um but I also kind of run the same my the same system as you do in the sense that I just don't get caught up in the mud of reading the negative comments I do you know run my own DMs however if I see something come through, I just kind of like quickly delete it and don't put too much thought into it because at the end of the day, that person isn't a part of my life and that person doesn't know what's going on and I'm not going to change everybody's position, right? So, and that's not my reason for being here to change everybody's opinion on whatever. I just have found living authentically um, doing what I feel is the right thing to do. And like Jessica said, to your point, you're not going to please everyone. And I am very much a people pleaser and always have been. But over time in this business, I feel like I have kind of come out of that a little bit and learned to please myself because if I'm happy and if my household is happy, then that's all at the end of the day that really matters. So I'm working on that too. It's it's funny you say that because I'm also a people pleaser and I tend to put everyone before me, but, or mm-hmm. I let things affect me. You know, I let things affect me a lot because I'm, I'm sensitive and I care what people think and I care about people's feelings. So I'm the same, but I think being in this business and then having the support of my fiance and um, the strength that he's given me and the team that I have, I, I've become a very strong woman, like more confident, more strong. I don't take any BS. I kind of, you know, I just, I think having a good team and having the support and probably you're having your husband and having that strength has helped you through it too. And from what I remember from the show, 
you were the least drama though out of your family like yeah. you know you're there was a lot of drama going on and I know you know your dad is a, a like a, a big personality so I know that and you're, you know your I remember your brother and your sister and so but I remember you being the least drama when I watched it yeah so I think it's crazy because I do feel like that definitely is my personality to be more of the wallflower I've kind of always been like that my entire life and again a people pleaser but I did just get a lot of backlash from fans of the show when there would be storylines like for example my sister watching Jackson and then taking him to the dog park unauthorized and like having him in a car um without permission or like me giving my parents a list on Jackson's schedule before having him sleep over and things that he eats and things that he doesn't eat. And So you got shit for um, that because you were making sure that your son yeah. was extra taken care of? And you, I mean, that's your son's. You can raise him however you want. So people were giving you backlash for that? Yeah, and I think because, and maybe you can also relate to this, but when someone on the show is the main character and, and I, you know, I say character – Yes. The main cast member on the show that everything kind of revolves around and that person is giving you pushback on the show saying, you know, like this is ridiculous, rubbing essential oils on your child is ridiculous, giving me a list of what, you know, is acceptable for your child is ridiculous, um, a bedtime routine is ridiculous. Wow. When people are seeing that from the main person on the show and they have the largest following obviously I'm going to be the one that gets the pushback because that person's giving me the pushback and so and everyone's just listening to the to that and then putting their judgment so going back now after everything that's happened do you regret being on a reality show or are you thankful that it happened because now you have a platform to really speak your mind I don't feel like I've had to learn, again, being a people pleaser, I've had to learn that I can't live with regret because I truly do believe when I say this, that everything happens for a reason. There was a reason why that opportunity came about and there's a reason that the negativity has happened and there's a reason that I'm at the place that I am. So I don't regret doing the show whatsoever. However, um... I regret maybe not being as firm in my boundaries as I am today. But I think that, again, all of these things have brought me to this place to be able to grow, to be able to change in the ways that I probably needed to change anyway. And it kind of was like forced upon me with opportunities. And now I do have a platform to where I can share my life and hopefully help other people But then it also gave me an opportunity to be able to meet other people in this business, to take on a a project like my podcast, um, that I'm able to talk with women. I feel like I'm talking with them every single week and having these conversations that I wouldn't have been able to do that had I not done the show. And so for that, I'm thankful, but also even, even like a, professional athlete that has had the greatest career ever or a a TV host that's had the greatest career ever, they're always going to say, oh, well, 
you know, like I've had negative parts of it. And I think that's just a part of the journey. Um, it all can't be a gravy train for all of us. I just wasn't afforded that, that part of it, but I am, I am very, very thankful. And y'all probably can relate to that as well. Yes. And definitely by following you, Lindsay, I look at you, it's just your everything, your feed, your videos. It's so relatable. It's so full of life. Um, you can tell how much you love and adore your family. Clearly so much that I had no idea. Um, now I'm putting it together. I'm like, oh, that made sense because I read one of your 4th of July posts. <laughs> And it, and I just I again my stalkerness. Um, but I you have you have had to overcome a lot. I mean you haven't. Yeah. I mean from putting being out there and having you know all your family uh, drama or even just all your having your family out on TV like that for how many seasons? Five seasons you did. Yeah, I was on I was on five seasons, and I think this year. Working, I don't even know what season they're working on at this point, like nine, maybe. Wow. I, I so after after you left, do they continue your storyline on why you left, or are you just, like, completely done? To be completely transparent, I haven't watched an episode since I left. Wow. So if they did continue yeah. anything, wow. then I don't know about it, and I haven't been told about it. That's some I willpower, though. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, you have, you're a really um, amazing woman. I mean, obviously... Jessica and I have been, you know, looking at your stuff and uh, just hearing you today. You're such a strong woman and you've gone through so much and publicly to go through so much. And especially when it's your family, like yeah. you really have overcome a lot. So and you, could, you can't incredible. even tell. Yeah. And that's the good thing. I, you, you're doing you're doing something right, Lindsay. You're on the right track. And yeah, I, I and I truly it. believe that your mindset is is why you are where you are today. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, yeah, it's defining like moments 100%. in your life transparent that it hasn't been this way for forever like of I course. haven't been in this space that I am today for forever and it has been a journey and I have been in therapy I do therapy every single Friday I'm a huge advocate for yes. it um and I just I feel like ultimately at the end of the day no matter what people say and this is you know for people in reality TV or like real life, whatever, you know, I say like real life because reality TV <laughs> in our world, it's real life, but for everyone else, it's not yeah. um, that you have to do what is best for you. And at the end of the day, I feel like if you're doing, and I don't mean it in a self, in a, a selfish way or just, you know, like for self-fulfillment, um, I, I truly do feel like if you have children or if you have a spouse or significant other, if you're living your most authentic self and you are um, fighting your demons or whatever those may be in therapy and you are trying to become your best self, you live a happy and fulfilled life. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's just like the place that I'm at. And I just don't feed into the negativity anymore because I just don't, really see what that serves you know I I have been told that um other people are not on that same path that are in my family that they feed the negativity and I'm still talked about um on different platforms but I just don't feed it because it's like feeding something that is not healthy and what's the point do you talk to any of your family members no okay no 
And, you know, you said you went through like really hard times and you, you know, it wasn't always like this, but what, besides therapy, like what got you through this? Cause you have to be a really strong person to get through something like this. So what was, and so publicly, yeah. What was, what got you through for everyone listening out there? Like what tips can you give if someone's going through hard times and they're having downs and which with a lot family. of people are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With family, especially because I think we can't control our family, right? We can only control ourselves and, you know, you, you struggle with, you love your family, but you don't agree with them. And, um, I think we all have issues with our family throughout our years, but how, how, what, how did you get through this? What helped you through it besides therapy or was therapy the main thing that helped you through? Give people advice out there. I didn't turn to therapy initially because I do think a lot of people have the same mindset as me early on. Um, when things really started falling apart in August of 2019, just to give like a time relevant um I didn't initially turn to therapy because I thought that that meant oh that you're weak that like I can't handle things on my own so I need I always look at therapy as kind of like a person that you use as a crutch because you can't handle it by yourself and then initially August 2019 I think that when you go through something like what I went through so publicly, it was like a fight or flight mode, right? Like my body and mind went into survival mode. Like I just need to survive this. And honestly, I can tell you, I woke up on October 1st of 2019 and didn't even realize that it was October. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. Because my mind... And my body had been in such a, this is a fight for my life type thing. So, um, and, and, you know, you have, you, you have a husband, you have a son. So how was your husband through all of this? Like, did, did you guys, were you on the same page? Did you lift each other up? Did he help you through it? Did it cause issues between you guys? Cause obviously going through something so major, you probably either shut down a lot. I don't know how you handle situations, but you just said you woke up and it was October and you didn't realize all those months had passed. So how was your relationship with your husband? How did he guide you through this? And how was he there to support you? I think that looking back on it now, um, he was there for me every single day, every single step of the way. And truly, also looking back on it now, I do think that the whole media thing was an attack on my marriage. Um, We had reconciled twice. And so... I think that the whole goal was to attack my marriage and to attack my home life. But the best part of it all was when you do work privately and you're not public about the work that you do in your relationship, the attack was a weak attack on my marriage because we had already been through therapy for a year. And that's something that I didn't publicly share. So, um, the fact that we could just kind of overcome that situation. I won't say it was an easy situation to overcome, um, but he was able to stand by me because I had already done all the hard work. So the attack was just weak to me and he, he was able to be there for me because we had already had a sense of honesty in our marriage and had been through the hard stuff so that when that came, I knew eventually that, the attack that was placed on me on August 2019, I knew that that was eventually coming. So I'd already 
prepared myself for that. So um, for people who, who are listening, I think that you just have to stay strong if you're a believer in, faith, in, in God or, you know, whatever you believe. Stay strong in your belief. Um, I'm super advocate for therapy. And keep the people that are there for you on a daily basis who have showed, you know, their um, loyalty to you. Keep those people close because that definitely helped me through. Him being there for me every day. And even though it wasn't pretty every day, um, just knowing that he was there and he had my back meant so much to me. And at this point, no matter what anyone does, nothing can break that bond. Yeah. So, you know. And that's a, that's a that's really an amazing thing that you say because, like, you know, I think a lot of people, they're, they, they look at people that are on TV or reality and it's like they, they – want to do what we do right they want to be on tv but for you to put your family and your health and your mind and your son and you know your husband and and yourself first over fame of being on tv and being a reality show I mean that's so important because I know people out there that they wouldn't fame is everything for them. being on tv is everything for them and I've always said to my fiance I've always said to everyone my relationship comes first no matter what I Uh would Leave mm-hmm. everything if it compromised my relationship because love is the most important thing to me and I've waited this long to meet the love of my life. So if anything was compromised, I would step away because that's the most important you thing. You want to know something uh, along those lines, uh, just make this a little more lighthearted, is I was asked years ago, and I think you can still find it at, or find it somewhere, and I was not really asked like fully, but just kind of mentioned, but I met with the producers and stuff for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I love my, like my husband and all that. And I was like, I can't keep up with these women. Yeah. Like we're not this elite and this and that. And I mean, clearly it didn't go past that, but a couple of news outlets got it. So it did, you know, go out there to like the public. This is a long time ago. Um, and that's when Brandy Glanville Oh. got in yeah but I think it's funny because what you yeah. just said like my husband I didn't have kids in but like my husband I, I really valued you know kind of my privacy in that way I like the fact what I can put up put out is what I decide to and I just I I yeah no reality <laughs> I love to watch it but I don't really want to be um I, I yeah it's not for me Reality's tough because it, it's reality of our lives but the cameras are only on for so long. You yeah. know, it's like, it's not 24-7. So we want to tell people out there, like, there's a lot you're not seeing, right? Well, also so, the editing world is yeah. so great. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have control. So. And I have no filter. So half the time when I do say things, I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. And yeah, I don't and really whoops. have a choice. It's if, out yeah. there. Yeah. So, Lindsay, did you have any 2021 goals? Are you living up to those goals? How do you feel about January almost being over? What are your plans for 2021? So I have a couple of projects that I haven't announced. um, And until those are ready to announce, I'm not going to, but I am super excited about them. Um, And honestly, we talked about goals on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, just like before the new year. And I feel like because of everything going on in the world that it's really hard to plan anything and you guys can probably relate to this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Plan something. It's like totally set back or it just can't happen. So I really didn't set um, goals going into this year other than just like 
project that I had already had going on in the interim phases of last year and then they're carrying into this year. But I just want to live like a happy, I know this sounds crazy, but I just want to live a happy life as long as my son is fulfilled, my husband is fulfilled, and, you know, I'm happy. That's the only thing I want out of this year. I want like a, I say we throw like 2020 away and hopefully we have a better 2021. And that's for everyone, like anyone who's listening to this. Oh, yeah. yeah. All, like, it Agreed. was a rough year in so many different ways I for people. And I, Jessica, I don't know if you can relate to this. And um, Heather, maybe you can relate to this with your husband or your Y'all, y'all aren't married yet. Not right? yet. So, so I have almost stepkids. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been married for like 13 years. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you you have children in your life. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The so roll back <laughs> with doing digital and then going back to the school and then sending them back home. I'm just like, my life is a shit show. Oh, yeah. And yeah. All of it. All of ours. Oh, yeah. I, I said yesterday, I have no routine anymore. You know? No. It's, oh, I feel like it's Groundhog Day pretty much oh, yeah. every day. Well, I don't. And I'm very much a regimented person. Like, I'm, you know, schedule and regimented. But there, it's just chaos. There's, like, so much going on. I don't have a schedule. I'm all over the place. And that throws me completely out of whack. So. Yep. But you know what? I feel like like it's it was so amazing hearing your story. And, and yeah, thank you thank for you, being Lindsay. so truthful and open and honest. And we adore you. I was just texting Jessica. Like, I love her. She's yeah. awesome. And Lindsay, we're totally talking about we're you. We're totally talking about <laughs> you. And, um, yeah, it was, it's so nice to hear your story from you. And Are you guys gossiping about me? <laughs> in a good way. Oh, in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that I don't, you know, I don't really believe everything I read. So I go to the, I go straight to the source, which is technically I went straight to your page. I watched your past videos. I did, you know, the archives, the highlights. And I felt like I got to know you through that. And I like the fact that... um I did that because yeah. that's the vision I have of you. And the person you're talking is exactly the person I follow on Instagram. Well, and also to that point, there's always two sides to the story and then the truth, right? Like why somewhere in the middle? Like, of course, I have the way that I saw things yep. go down. The other side has the way they saw things go down. And there's the truth. But then there's also facts to like back up those things. And so I just try to stick with I try to stick with science. I try to stick with like all of those things and just not feed into any negativity. And that's that's my that is my twenty twenty one goal, Heather. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Girl, okay, I'm the same. <laughs> Lindsay, you guys could check her. Uh, can you go ahead and tell us your Instagram handle and where we can find Coffee Convos podcast? Yes, I my Instagram handle is at Lindsay Chrisley and my parents my name wrong so it's l-i-n-d-s-i-e um and then my podcast can be found on any podcast app that you listen to so if you are an android user whatever app you use or if you are an apple user you can just find us on um you can just find us on itunes and it's at coffee combos podcast on instagram Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much, Lindsay. And uh, good luck in all your goals for 2021. And I don't think this is the last we'll hear from you. No, it was so great speaking with you. We adore you. And thank you so much for coming on our podcast, Flashbacks. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And I will talk to you all soon. All right. Bye, girl. All right. That was Lindsay Chrisley from Chrisley Knows Best. She has a huge dedicated Instagram following and her podcast is Coffee Convos Podcast. 
I love her. I love her, like her story, yeah. hearing her truth. And because like she said, there are two sides to everything. So being on a reality show for five plus years that she did with her family, having all your dirty laundry aired. I mean, we all have issues with our family. Could you imagine it just being out there for everyone else to see, to judge, to. Yeah. And then uh, everyone gossiping about it and yes. then more articles coming out and then. You know, you can choose to either defend yourself or choose to kind of like stay quiet and step back and making that decision. When do you when do you stand up and say something? Yeah. When do you don't? Then it's going to cause more drama with her family. So she's definitely been through a lot. But it seems yeah. like she's it's all mindset, right, Jess? Yeah, it's mindset. And, you know, she did. She sat and literally flashed back to all of the stuff that she dealt with in 2019. It sounds like a year of 2020 was really finding herself with her kid, her husband, and just finding um, peace with doing the podcast yeah. and her Instagram. So good for her. Good for her. Yes. It's, it's a tough Heather. world out there, girl. It is a tough world. It is. Um, okay. On that note, Heather, I have a question for you. Is Ask it? Me. I mean, I know we've talked about how our parents were supportive and glad that we had confidence and stuff when we did uh, Playboy back in the day. But now that you're on a reality TV show and Playboy's different, that was just pictures. Yeah. But you're on a reality show. Um, luckily for me, I was just like a co-star and it was, wasn't about my life on Kinder on Top, which was exactly the way I loved it. Lucky. <laughs> but for you, you are on a reality show where your family has to watch. Yes. And there may be some parts or editing or this or that where they're just probably screaming at the TV being like, that's my daughter. Yeah. She's not like that. Or she's, has there ever, ever been a moment? <sighs> I mean, I've said it from the beginning. I've been pretty authentic. I mean, I've been authentic of who I am. Um, I think there's definitely been different scenes and moments where I'm like, oh, God, you know, like a, a few, not cringeworthy, but nothing that I feel like my parents would look down on me. So far. Yeah. So far, nothing. <laughs> so um, far, what they're telling you. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I don't know. But, you know, I think I came across as a very relatable person on my show you know I'm one of the most relatable cast members and I really did just stay authentic and true to myself so you know if we get more seasons moving forward I plan to keep doing that but like I said earlier I'm more confident I think I'm more not outspoken but I stand up for myself more okay and I I, so I I told Tark the other day oh my gosh if we start filming again I'm I need to I need to, you know, I'm probably going to get in a lot more fights this season because I am. I'm a more confident, strong woman. Yeah. But, and, that, and that's and that's okay. You're evolving. But what about you, Jess, being on, on TV? Even though so, it wasn't about gosh. your main life, I'm sure incidents yeah. happened. Well, stuff with Kendra that. Yes. Yeah. So I, I did five years of it. Uh, I think we that's did a six, long time. Yeah. We did six seasons, five yeah. years on WeTV. And it was only me, her, Hank, and yeah. her mom, basically. Mm-hmm. That was the cast members. Cast. I, I, it sounds weird even saying cast because I, know, I mean it's our real life. Same with me, that's the same. Like I don't know what to say. Star, co-star, cast. Yeah, because it is the cast, but mm. they're also that's our real lives. So it's hard but for us to say it like that. For me, just kind of being oblivious. I mean, because Kendra and I's relationship is good. We definitely had our ups and downs on the show. Um, but her mom caused a lot of chaos, especially on the last season. Oh yeah, I remember. And especially with me. Yeah, I did an entire show not knowing that her mom had like this hate for me I had kind of zero idea until she confronted me towards the end of the uh, season Season. wow and I was like hold up what and it's funny because I had feelings about her but I was like you know what this isn't my mom this isn't you know you still have these are your friends you're working with so you had to find the fine line for sure and I didn't there was nothing bothered me because guess what that's not my mom not my life so I just 
was very cordial, you know, respected my elders like my parents taught me. But this whole woman had this vision or this idea of me and who I was. And she literally attacked me on the, I think it might have even been close to the season finale. Mm. I'm seven months pregnant, sitting in Vegas, getting attacked by her mom, thinking that this one way of me, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Even though she knew you for so many years? Yeah, but she never was, like, warm with me. Yeah. She never really. And I think for me, like, I was, you know, I was there for Kendra for so much, not just on TV. No, we have no, a friendship. I know you did. She has gone, that girl has gone through a lot yeah. in her life and um another one that's gone through a lot of sh- uh, yes you know, and publicly public. out there yeah and yeah. It, you know going through something that devastating and uh, i know because my fiance did as well like you know you have to be very very strong to get through something like that that's so public going back yes. to Lindsay as well like going through th- something so public and chrishell my co-star like and being you have to be a strong individual and it 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 can tear you down. It can yes. break you. So, no. I mean, there's moments. Yeah. I, I, and it's hard for others to kind of probably relate because they're not in that same boat. And it's so easy to quick to judge, to think this or, we're uh, under a microscope. but you know what though? It's our, it's, it's we, part of what we signed and up you for. Know, I would, I would not change it for the world. Like I love what I do. I love that I can, you know, show my life to the world and I get to bring people along on the amazing homes I get to see with the most beautiful real estate here in, in California. So I love what I do. I wouldn't take it back and I would take the hate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, we definitely did some major flashbacks here yeah, today. We, did. we had a lot. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in and thank you, Lindsay Chrisley, for coming on and being so open and honest. And we love you guys. Thank you for um, listening in and we took a little hiatus. We are back. <laughs> yes. I'm Jessica Hall and I'm Heather Ray Young.